Welcome to the Why We Try podcast. Have you ever tried something you thought you would never do, but ended up doing it anyway? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a stay-at-home mom of three who thought I would never try something like a triathlon. Until I did, and everything changed. This is a show about people who dared to try something they thought they would never do, until they did. So let's go find out why we try. All right. Good morning, everybody. It is episode six of the Why We Try podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Gardner, and I am in a New York state of mind. Um, I just want to actually quickly point out that I have a friend, Debbie LaPlante, if you're listening. She is on a plane right now taking her daughter to college for the first time. And uh, with everything that's going on in the world right now, uh, I just, I want to send a special shout out to all the parents right now that are going through this transition, taking their kids to school, getting back to school in a new, different world. Uh, with a New York state of mind, I am excited to introduce um, an elite endurance athlete, mother of four and mental performance coach, Leah Jansen. Welcome to the show, Leah. How are you? I'm good, Caroline. Thank you so much for the welcome. Uh, well, it is awesome to have you. You're my first guest for morning, a morning episode. So, um, we always start with our favorite beverage. So what did you bring for us today? Okay. Well, what would a morning be without a cup of coffee? Nice. Yes. This is my favorite, favorite beverage of all time. I am very (laughs) in love with my coffee. And when I meet people that don't drink coffee, I'm, I'm a little confused, but it's okay. I I love them anyway. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm joining you with my coffee as well. So cheers to you, uh, this morning. Um, let's get a nice sip of our coffee here. My favorite. Now it's coffee. Is it a specific? You're very, you seem, it Um, needs to be specific. I'm sure. Is there a specific way you take it? It is pretty specific. I like it very strong, as strong as I can get it, but I also like a lot of it. So, (laughs) and this is my second cup, so I'm going to be sipping it very slowly. So I I don't, you know, I try and spread it out throughout the day. (laughs) Hence, so I put it in the Yeti so it stays hot, and then I put the top on it so it stays hot, and I can just sort of drink it for a while. Enjoy it. Make it last. Don't, I, right. Make it last. Don't rush the coffee. Let's enjoy it. No, I never rush the coffee and I always have it this way so that it's like, I, and I kind of nurse it throughout the day. And it's just my, it's my joy, but I already had my morning, early morning cup. So <laughs> I, I'm on cup number two and it's only two a day. That's it. No more than that. All right. That's good. That's good. Oh, no. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. We have to, we have everything in moderation, right? Yeah. I will be woo off the wall <laughs> if I have more than two. And I take it with my almond milk creamer, which is my favorite, favorite. There. Ah, I like that. That is really, I, I recently switched over. I was a big half and half person. I got mm-hmm. rid of sugar a long time ago, but uh, I was like, all right, let me see what all the fuss is about almond milk. And and it took a little bit. I have to admit, it takes a while. You got to tell your taste buds change. Yeah. Okay. And uh, now I like it. Now yeah. I really like it. So, all right. Well, um, I definitely want to jump in here with, you know, how you were introduced to triathlon, <clears throat> excuse me, and endurance sports. Because um, for those of you that don't know, Aliyah had reached out to me. And um, when I went through and, excuse me, <clears throat> When I went through and and read up on you, Leah, I, I 
on your website, leahjansen.com. I was really impressed. Um, you, you, you can go ahead and tell us about your introduction to triathlon, but for those of you that want to check out her website, you will be blown away. Um, I think I definitely was, I, at first glance of your website, I'm thinking this is somebody who's been in the triathlon ring for a long time. So please tell me a little bit, uh, about your triathlon introduction and endurance sports. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate the, the compliment and the kind words about um, what I've done. I think what I love most about my story is that it is fairly new and all of endurance sports is, is very new to me. I grew up as an athlete. I did do sports. I played volleyball, tennis, basketball, um, everything hand-eye coordination. I never ran on a track team ever or a cross-country team. I never swam in a pool. Um, I didn't do anything related to endurance at all which is the, the irony uh, to it all. So that was kind of why it was yeah, really, wow. yeah, no, I never did track or anything. I, like I said, everything was hand-eye. I grew up playing baseball, softball, tennis, volleyball, everything was uh, even basketball. So, you know, years later after I went, I played, I played actually played lacrosse in college. It's a long story, but so I really did. Everything was, was different. So when I, after college and I gained weight and I was looking to lose weight, so I would run a little bit, you know, just like everybody else, like mm -hmm. everybody was running. And then I had a baby and I ran a little bit to lose weight, but I never, I never did a race. I never had a watch. I never, you know, I used to clock it in my car. Like that's how old I am. So, uh, no, anyway, I don't buy it. I don't buy I, it. Yeah, check so, out her, check out her website and her Instagram. I don't buy it. You are not. So I thank you. But yeah. So then I decided to do CrossFit. I did CrossFit for, I turned 40 and I said, all right, you know what? I miss, I miss working out. I miss doing stuff. I did CrossFit for a little while and that was really fun because it's very competitive and it kind of got my competitive juices flowing. So we started running and then they, they were like, do this race with us. And I did this, I did a 5k and they're like, you can run. I said, I can like, who knew? Wow. So next thing you know, I start running and I start running with a group. There's a lot of local running groups around here and I'm now doing a half marathon just never done more than five miles in my life. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I did eight. I did nine. I did 10. Like, look at me. This is like, this is maybe six years ago. Not even. Wow. And yeah. This is not that long ago. So I did a half marathon and I did really well. And all the women who were there like, oh my God, I think you qualified for this and that. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I didn't qualify for anything, but I had a good time. I think I did like a 143 uh, my first half. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So, okay. Yeah, those are know. dream numbers. Those are dream numbers <laughs> for me. I, that's incredible. <laughs> Thank you. So I said, all right, maybe I can run. Maybe I'm a runner. So I signed up for a marathon. And so at age 42, I did my first marathon here on Long Island. And I qualified to run Boston on that <laughs> from that marathon. It was wow. insane, Caroline. I was like, what? I didn't even know what that meant, honestly, because I was training with other people and they're like, whatever you do, don't think about trying to qualify for Boston. I'm like, qualify? Well, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So I think I had just gotten a, a garment at the time. So that's how kind of out of it I was, which was fun. It was, it made it kind of exciting. So I do Boston. I do uh, this marathon. Then I do New York City Marathon. A friend of mine got me a bib into New York City, which was a dream come true. Then I do Boston. So now I've done three marathons. In and year. what year was that? What year was that? Was 2015, that? 2015. Wow. Yeah. This <laughs> My is like, mind is blown. This is fun. So here you go from like, no, never ran over five miles. And no, no I know that in, in sports in high school, you know, they're making you run, but I mean, no. not over five miles. I mean. In high school, never. No. Never. We would do a lap around the volleyball court. That would be about it. Like right. never. 
So then I started worrying about my body. I was like, you know, I'm afraid. I see how everybody's getting injured. I'm like, maybe I should do some cross training. Like you should swim. You should do that. I'm like, I, I, Caroline, I'm telling you, I live on an island, but I don't swim in the water. Like never. I don't get in a pool. I don't swim. I've never swam. My husband used to get nervous about me in the ocean when we would go to the beach. That is how horrible I was at swimming. So the thought of me, so I never swam a lap in a pool in my whole life. So here I am like, all right, well, I guess I'm learning how to swim. I, I oh. started swimming and it was humbling at best. It was a humbling experience to learn how to swim, but I worked hard at it. I would go to the pool at like seven, eight o'clock at night when the kids were going to bed. It was, I don't know how I did it. So learned how to swim. So 2016, the following year, I do my first triathlon. Uh, a sprint try and oh my gosh everyone's zooming past me on the bike I've got this old road bike I bought off this woman for $200 that's the bike I was on and you know they're like it's not about the bike it's about the engine I'm like okay you know so again humbling humbling experience and I get better and I came in like second in my second one in my age group I was like all right maybe you know they're like runners make great triathletes right they always tell that runners yeah. take the button they're like just just if you can run you're good to go. I said, okay, just get to the run, Leah. Just get to the run. Um, the swim is coming along. You know, I'm working hard. And then, so I signed up to do a half Ironman in Lake Placid in September of 2017. Another wow. year. Wow. Wow. Now 2017. That one's a tough one. That um, is tough. I mean, you live, I, I, again, you know, scary. like you said, you live in, in Long Island. Flat. Okay. So, but you have access. How close are you to, to getting some climbs? Oh, it's far for you. Gotta go. Two hours. We don't have any mountains okay. on this island. It's flat as can okay. be. So, That's I mean, look, I, I trained the best I could. Um, what we did was a couple friends, we went up to Placid in July when they have the full. And mm -hmm. I volunteered. That was the best, most fun I've ever had. I volunteered for the Placid full. And then trained a little bit on the course just to get accustomed to it because I was scared, which is my one of my fears we'll talk about in a minute is my fear of the downhills. So I do the Lake Placid half. It was amazing. I did it in under six hours. So I did like a 555. <laughs> Whoa. It was, what? I, I think I came in like 15th in my age group. I was like, all right, that's not bad for our first half. No, it's right? not. <laughs> I was pretty happy. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. You know, and this was me scared on the bike the whole way down, like white knuckling the bike on the way down. Wow. Um, I have a, a new, I bought a tri bike at this point. Uh, I used one, but I bought a tri bike at least. So I'm getting the hang of it. I'm still nervous. I'm still, again, I'm only in it one year. This is my, yeah, my second yeah. season. So I said, well, the only way, the only thing to do now is a full, right, Caroline? So of course, not? you go half, you got to like the, like the marathon. You did a half marathon. Now you got to do the full. <laughs> and so I sign up, I do Maryland, which is a flat, a uh, flat Ironman. Yes. Uh-huh. And I did that on purpose because the hills were scary to me. <laughs> well, and I do, I train for that, the swimming. And the swim is really tough at Maryland. It's a, it's a like 5,000 turns and it's a choppy mm. river. And so, but I had a good swim. I really had a, de a very decent swim. I was happy with my swim. So I come in sixth in my age group. And I missed the podium by one. Oh. And I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, Come on. I'm so close. But everyone's like, Leah, it's your first Ironman. Yeah. You you, you, I said, no, I'm thrilled. I know. But, you know, at the same, I mean, I've never been in that position, but I, I, I can feel, like, the amount of energy and, and everything that goes in to get there and, and oh, to be by one. It's, it's, that must have been really frustrating. I was 
friends. I was with two, my coach did it with, she happened to do the same race and another guy that I trained, we trained together most of the summer. She came in third. So she went to, she got a cone spot and my other friend came in first in his age group. He got a cone spot and I watched them all go up on stage. And uh, I was just sitting there like, great job guys. I'm so proud of you. I was like, you know what? The guy said to me, he goes, you know what? If you had gotten it too, it would be too, too, too much too soon. This is good. Now you're hungry. You know? Oh my gosh. I said, this will never happen again. So I was too close. So now determination is there and on. Oh yeah. So let's, 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 uh, as, as you know, you're going through here and explaining this quick, I mean, fast to me, a, a very quick uh, introduction to triathlon and then boom, you're mm-hmm. off and running. Um, at, at this, at this moment, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to skip to, uh, what your fears were because you did bring that up, uh, and how you picked your races, which is interesting. And, uh, tell me, you said, uh, one of your fears is going down downhill on the bike. Major, major fear, um, of downhill. I, I don't mind going, I will climb all day because I know I'm not going to die. So, you know, it's going <laughs> to, going to be hard and it's going to, everyone's like, Oh, I hate going up. I'm like, I love going up. <laughs> it's the going down. So I was really afraid for a long time. And I still have moments, you know, everybody kind of whizzes by and I, I just let them go. And, but even that makes me nervous. Cause you know, you got to get over and you got to worry about them coming by, but, uh, and we don't have a lot of Hills here on Long Island. So right. it's not something that we do all the time. I mean, there are some spots with Hills. So I just really, my, you know, I, t- I said this to somebody else, every time I go out for a ride, I try and hold it a little bit longer. I try and push myself a little bit more on the bike. I want to stay an arrow a smidge longer on that downhill. Mm. You know, I try and push that, that needle just a little bit. And there's just hills around my house that I used to do that I would be on the brakes. And now I'm an arrow and I don't even think of, now I'm pedaling an arrow. So I've seen the progression of just that little bit so my advice to anyone who is nervous about downhills, because I'm not, I know I'm not the only one, is just to each time you get on the bike to just try and push your comfort zone just a smidge. <clears throat> Before you know it, you're doing 35, 30, I mean, now I can do it. I'm not, you know, it's not my favorite thing. I don't stick my, there are people that stick their butt up in the air and they're like, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not there yet, but. I love downhill. It's so, it's so interesting know? to me because oh as God. I'm listening to you, I mean, we all have these different different fears. And, and for me, it's the swim. I have panic attacks, but yeah. I, when it comes to the bike, I, don't I, I don't know what, I guess maybe I, I channel my inner Connecticut, uh, riding the Hills as a kid yeah. and going down. I really love it. Um, and then being in Florida here in Miami, I have no Hills. So oh, we go to Claremont and I just, I'm like searching and the climb is, is tough, but I'm like, Ooh, there's going to be a, a descent coming. So I, I don't oh. have a problem with that. But uh, I, I completely understand what you're saying as far as, you know, if you just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, and you can apply that to any, any fear, really. Yes. Just a few more seconds. Just a few more seconds. It's interesting, isn't it? It really, I've known, and I do, I still do it. I still make, I sort of set an intention for every single workout that I do. Okay, if I'm going to run, I'm going to try and just stay, you know, stay in that pain zone a little bit longer, push that a little bit more, try and hit, or whether I'm swimming, just try and push myself a little longer, get to that next buoy or, yes. you know, try, if we, get the, you know, wherever we make that line, you just keep moving it. 
Um, but mm. the swim was also a major fear of mine, Carolina. I, I can't overlook that because I never swam, not only in the pool, but in open water. That's like insane. So the water here is tidal. It moves. It's choppy. If the winds are coming out of the west, we're getting hit with waves on one side. If it's coming from the north, we're getting it in the face. So yeah. every time I would show up to the to the water, I would get a different, you know. And yeah. I didn't know a lot of my friends swim at 5 a.m. when it's like glass, which is great, but that doesn't prepare you, um, nor do I want to get up at four in the morning to get there for five, but, but my swim, I used to swim with a friend of mine, and he, I was so nervous, but he would swim next to me, he was great, he was just a good person who kind of took me under his wing, and, and we should talk about mentors in a minute, but anyway, he kind of said, so I felt safe because he was next to me, he always had a yellow cap, mm. I would pull up, Caroline. I would get, I would start to get that panicky, mm -hmm. and I would pop up. And I go, I can't see, I can't breathe, I can't see my. And he would be like, "Shut up and swim." <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. Get your head down and go. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, you're fine. Keep swimming." But he pushed me to just not let that become the overwhelming thought that I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So mm. I had a lot of that in the very beginning that I really overcome. And I, and again, the same thing, it's like pushing myself a little bit longer each time I got in the water. So, so and with your, and not to interrupt you, but with your fear and, and I guess that that'll help me to understand more, um, you know, what's the why in your try, because it sounds like as you go through each fear and, and each new problem that arises, there's something that you have to overcome. There's something that you're, you're having to, to definitely push a little bit further for yourself. So what is the why in your try? The why in my try? I think that I try because, first of all, I, I have a body that's able to do it. Like, I just feel like we're given such a gift, and how could we not use it when there are so many people who can't and want to and have issues? Yeah. And I just feel like I, I'm, I get to do this. I never say I have to go run, I have to bike. I get to. I just yeah. do. I feel very blessed in that way. And I think that's why I also take my training so seriously because I don't, um, I don't take it for granted. I, I appreciate it. And if I'm going to be away from my children and away from my family, I, I make workouts count every single one. And I think that's part of my success is that I, I really, I don't just, you know, do it and go through the motions. I try because I love it. I love learning a new sport. I, I, I can play all these other sports, but I'd never done these sports. I never yeah. swam. And I'm like, wow, it's a whole new world. So learning how to ride a, you know, a, a road bike and a yeah. tri bike like that. I never clipped in on a bike. I didn't even know you did that. I, I mean, I was, I was clueless, like really and truly. Yes. I still am pretty clueless about the bike, but that's, I don't know anything that it does. I just get on it and ride. I really I don't. And they're like, don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, but the why is so big. It's it's I show I why I try so I can show my kids that you know you can do anything, anything you want, and at any level. And if you work hard day in and day out, I don't just show up for a race and come in first. I train for months every day. I work at it. So I mm -hmm. you know I'm showing them that there's you know immediate gratification is such a big thing today. Everybody yeah. gets whatever they want right away. You just click on Amazon and it comes yeah. to the door. <laughs> You know, so there are some things that still require a lot of time and a lot of patience. Yeah. There's a lot of patience to triathlon. It, you know, so you were saying that it's, it's very oh. humbling experience when you when you got in that pool and swam. Oh, 
so so funny i'm really <laughs> very very funny like if i think back um but i have a quick story about a swim that i think you'll appreciate in my third triathlon ever i did an olympic olympic distance and i was like oh Epic. I have to swim a mile. I think you know it's point nine. And, yes. And I'm still on my old bike, this old road bike. <laughs> and I've been swimming all summer. I'm like, I'm ready for the swim, right? Because I'm like, you're nervous about the swim. <laughs> ready for the swim. I'm gonna put myself right in the middle. You know, I used to tuck on the side so I didn't get trampled or yeah. Yeah. No, I'm ready for the swim. I'm going right in the front. Well, gun goes off, and we're the last wave. The women were the last wave. You know, whatever it was, and every everybody just goes and I get trampled and I have a complete panic attack. Oh no. Oh no. I stop. I stop. No, we got to hear the rest of the story. So I completely stop. I'm like, let everybody go. I cannot swim in this. I'm, I'm now losing. My yeah. Mind. Now, now let the oxygen, everything. <laughs> yeah, everything is woo. So everybody swims past me. Let them go. Let, um, you know what, Leah, let them go. It's all good. <laughs> just, you just want to get through the swim. So okay, I'm off. I'm like backstroke, you know, whatever I'm doing, floating. So I, I start swimming and I'm okay. Now I'm good. I'm comfortable. I'm swimming. Get to the next buoy. Just get to the next buoy. Just one buoy at a time. <laughs> now I'm starting to get comfortable again. I'm picking up the pace. I'm passing people. And pass. Oh, okay. I'm doing okay. But in my mind, I go, well, this race is over. I'm never going to podium. I'm never going to do anything. Like, fine. Let it this go. This is just do a it. training race. Correct. It's just a training race. <laughs> September 2016. It's just a training race. It's the last race of the season. I just want to have a good day. Okay. So I keep swimming. Now the swim scene's really long. I'm like, it's supposed to be 0.9. I'm still swimming. This is forever. It was just taking forever. So what is as it you done? What is it done? As you know, in triathlon, sometimes it's not an exact, the swims are off. Like yeah. It, you know, it can depend on the Yeah. Beach. And if you're going around or on the outside, it's a yeah, little longer. <laughs> Turned out the swim was like 1.2 miles after it was all said and done. But I felt pretty good. So I was, I was catching a lot of people. So I get on my bike, I'm passing, I'm getting on the bike, I'm doing my thing on my old piece of junk road bike, I'm, but I'm doing okay, I'm passing people, then I get to the run, and I just run my butt off, because that's what I do, I'm a runner, so I'm running, 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 I wound up coming in second place in my age group, after, all, after that horrible swim start, so my, I tell this story all the time, wow. because people don't ever give up, you have no idea what is going to happen in that race. Yeah. never give up whether you get a flat and you think that's it my race is over it's not I yeah. was last in my swim I'm not joking I was at the back of the backpack and and you know it just goes to show you if you just stay present okay don't worry about later just get through the swim one buoy at a time get on your bike do the bike do the best you can get to your run you just never know what's going to happen and it's not always about whether you podium or not that doesn't matter it's not the right. point the point is I just stayed in the race. I stayed in my race. I did my thing and it, it was a good day. And all I wanted it to be was just a good ending. You know, I didn't right. want it to be- To complete easy. it, you know, at that point, to, to, to just complete it. I could have given up, yeah. That's a great, I mean, I love that story. I, I think it's really empowering too for, for a lot of beginners out there that are um, recently checking triathlon out or any endurance sport right now. Um, to help them through, you know, as they go through all these crazy changes in the world. And, yeah. um, and it, it is important to know that if you just, if you just stay in your, your, <laughs> what, where are you at for you? 
you know, yeah. comparing yourself to where you're at with everybody else is just, that can get a little, that can get a little overwhelming and it's not very, it's not very accurate, you know, and, and then the race opened up for you. Correct. You know, look at that. That's, yeah. that's, that's an incredible story. I tell that story a lot. And my coach tells that story a lot to her, to her athletes, because you just never know, like, don't give up. And just because you think, you know, you're having a bad start to the race. Or and how you changed your mind. I mean, that's something that, so you, you talk a lot about how uh, decisions that you make in your mind will affect, which is so true, will affect uh, everything else out here in the physical world. So, um, you know, what's something that you would recommend to beginners or someone coming back into triathlon right now? Uh, what would you recommend for them to do if, if they're like, yeah, but I had this, I'm horrible at running. Every time I would try and go out and do it, the races, I would just, I, I fumble and I, and I'm slow or the swim is just, it makes me panic. My heart rate skyrockets, forget it. Or descents, you know, uh, cycling, I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall flat on my face on the bike. What, what do you recommend? I mean, I think you need to work on the things that scare you. I mean, we always want to do the things we're good at, right? So I'm a good runner. So what do I want to do? I want to run more, but really I need to work on the other things that I'm going to just, I think time and like for the biking time on the saddle, just spend as much time as you can getting comfortable because the more time you spend on the bike, the better your bike handling skills will be. The better your bike handling skills will be, the more comfortable you will be if you hit something in the road. You know, it's, it's a matter of comfortability and you know, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> get out on that bike. Even No, it's true. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. Yeah. That's that and swimming too. So when we go show up to swim, it's funny because I told you before, it's like one day it's, it's choppy, windy. The people on the beach will go, oh, I'm out. I'm not swimming in this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I get in the water. I get in the water. I don't care what it is. I'm getting in the water. Wow. And I swear on days where I drank more water than I can wow. you can't even imagine. And where I was up here on a wave <laughs> and somebody else was like way down. I'm not joking. I could see them down there. I'm like, oh my God, it's so choppy. But so that trained me that I forced myself to be scared, right? Yeah. Push that needle a little bit. I said, yeah. you know what, Leah? Just get in the water, do a little bit. Just do there and back. Don't do 3,000 yards or whatever right, I was right. supposed to do. Just do a little bit. Once you get in, you always, I always find like, I just will finish the workout because yeah. I'm just determined. But then I showed up last summer for uh, a race in Maine. I did a half, the half Ironman in Maine, which is a great race. Oh, I, I want to know about that. We're going to, I'm going to have to talk to you about that because that's, that's an amazing race. So the race is an ocean swim, <clears throat> which you know, can be tricky. And normally they said, oh, last year it was flat as a pancake. Well, this one, unbelievable. My coach, who's a, who's a co collegiate swimmer, all-American swimmer, almost got out of the water. She's like, Leah, that was the worst water I've ever swam in. So you know what? I was okay because I practiced in that, in, in, in terrible conditions. So my right. confidence was like, I can do this. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> It was a battle royale. Like I was sore in places I could, you know, we were just mm -hmm. fighting the water, but I, I did it. And I said, and I remember getting out of the water going, well, there goes that race. Another like before, because I did like a 40 minute swim, which normally <laughs> but it is what it is. Right. So I just right. carried on my day. But the point is 
and back to your original question, what can people do? Just chip away at things. Don't, don't make them insurmountable by putting them into this giant, I can't swim in open water, I get scared. Just, just get, you know, literally put your toe in the water and just mm-hmm. little by little, get more, extend your time that you're in the water. Make it a little mm-hmm. bit longer and a little bit, again, on the descent, stay in air a little bit longer right. before you jump to the brakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just push it just a smidge. And over time, that will really amount to something. And I am living proof of that because now I go, you know, 35, 40 miles an hour an arrow down, down, you know, downhill. I couldn't do that. Forget it. No way. <laughs> Two years and it, ago. And it re- yeah, it reminds me a lot of something like, you know, that we tell our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're learning a new skill or something and, and even with like driving, like in the beginning of driving and getting on a, oh, well, yeah. definitely coming, moving down here and driving on highways. I mean, it's never easy in the beginning. So I don't know, I guess maybe for some reason that competitive part in us or the ego or something takes over and we think, oh, I have to be, you know, rushing things and rushing things, but really you get so much further slowing it down and, and, and pushing, like you're saying, and pushing just a, a little bit, a little bit each time. A little bit each time. And that's the, the, the advice is to be patient to new people. Be very patient with your progress and don't look at anybody else and what they're doing. You can't compare to someone who's swimming right. I used to get so upset when they would swim right past me. I go, son of a <laughs> I've been out here for so many hours putting in so much work. <laughs> and I would say to my friend, you know, this guy that would, you know, would help me. I go, how is, why am I not swimming? You know, he's like, you know, you just started the stupid sport five minutes ago. Would you stop trying to be, right. you know, I go, okay. It's so, you know, yeah, we don't know there. We don't know what you have no idea. And this is one of the things that I, 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 and why I wanted to try, you know, start the podcast is because something that, that started happening in, in the races that I would go to, whether I was supporting other people or I was going for myself, it started dawning on me that, that everybody's background is so different and where they've started, when they started, and uh, if they were athletic as a, as a, as a kid and adolescent and, and college, and how that really affected uh, them or didn't, you know, as they come into an adult, sometimes it's like, man, and, and you're a great example of that. So as we close out, um, I definitely want us to touch upon the part where you last year uh, won a coin. And it was a, a very important coin. So please tell us about that coin. The Kona coin. Yeah. It's yeah. a very important one. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, when I did the first tri- the first Ironman, I, you know, I wasn't expecting to qualify for Kona my first Ironman. That's pretty, pretty rare. But it would have been nice, but it, it didn't happen, which is great because it was supposed to happen when it did. I signed up for Ironman Chattanooga. So uh, which was a hilly course, but a good, you know, a rolling hilly course and a tough run and an easy swim. So that fit me um, mm-hmm. because whenever I do races, the swim is my worst placement of all three. So the swim is easy in Chattanooga in that it's a river down current. They drop you at the top and you swim down. I mean, everybody swims fast, but it's a good swim. And the bike is long. It's 116 instead of 112, which is wow. really grueling. And it's a tough bike, but it's a good bike. And I'm good on the bike. And then the run is really hard. But again, that's my strength. So I go to Chattanooga 
And I had a great training all summer, really, really good, like the best training I've done with my coach, who's a former professional triathlete. Like she was a pro for many, many years. She's a little bit younger than me. So I trained with her all summer. Like I'm training with a pro. Like it doesn't get me better than this. So um, I get to Chattanooga and it was 99 degrees. Like it was, they're breaking heat records. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But again, do I say, everyone's complaining about the heat. Everyone's <laughs> going, oh my God, we're, this is horrible. We're never going to finish. No, it is what, it, like my mindset, this is where it has to be so important that everybody, when you're, whoever's, you know, you're listening, you cannot give in to what the elements are. You cannot control that. What can you control? Okay, my nutrition needs to be on point. My hydration needs to be on point. I need mm -hmm. to schedule in and know exactly when I'm, you know, I don't take salt, but I got salt for the, the bike. So I, you know, again, adjustment. Don't complain about what the weather is. It is what it is. But it mm. was so hot. So anyway, we're on the bike. <laughs> that great. particular one I remember. I had uh, some Woo! friends that were doing that one. And it was really, gr definitely grueling, like you're saying. Second largest DNF in Ironman history was the was this race. So the bike, there were people, Caroline, there were people on the side of the road, ambulances coming on the bike. <laughs> like oh, my that's gosh. The run. So what was the heat index? It was like a hundred. It was ridiculous. It was wow. just, but I'm good. I happen to be good in the heat. Like I happen to be better than most people in the heat. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll do my thing. But um, I did the bike and I felt like my kidneys were cooking because it was baking on the on my back. We go down into Georgia, we come back around. So I get off the bike, I get on the run and you know, I'm suffering on the run. My stomach, just whatever yeah, it was, yeah, everything. It was brutal. I'm, I have never walked in a marathon or anything in my life, but I'm walking and I'm like, this is, this is really rough. Um, but I just keep moving and my husband was there and he's like, you're in fourth. I'm like, I'm in fourth, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like you have to run you're like no pressure thanks no pressure. okay I'm, I'm like i'm dying over here but okay he's like you need to run now i'm like wait i can't i can't <laughs> run he's like no you need to run i go i can't <laughs> so but here's the best part of the story and this is what you, you have to take away from this so it, it was like the last six miles or so and i'm like oh god i'm dying it's four million degrees so he's like you gotta run so i said all right i gotta run i'm gonna start running I start running and I'm like, okay, I'm, I keep moving and I'm in fourth, but I don't know where everybody is because we're all spread out. We start at different times. So I, I pass this woman who looks like there's a, you know, you see the age on her leg, but it's, yeah. you know, it's like, the, it's, we've been going all day. I can't read it. I don't have my glasses. Like, yeah. not 40, what is that? I think she's in my age group and I pass her. I'm like, oh my God, I passed her. Maybe I'm a third. Now I keep running. I keep moving because now I'm like, okay, maybe I'm making some ground. I don't right. know. I'm delirious at this point. So, but I start running faster. Carolyn, I think she's behind me. I start getting like, I'm like hallucinating. I'm like, I think she's behind me. She's going to catch me. So I keep running. Now I'm running like a 730 mile, like Ooh. in mile like 24. I'm wow. flying. And the best thing about Chattanooga is that it comes downhill at the end, the last like, I don't know, nice. a mile. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. So I was afraid I was going to fall. I was going so fast. Oh, and wow. And your legs are like mush. Yeah. And, and you're going to, I'm going to sprawl out on the finish line, which would have been hilarious. So I run to the end, Caroline. I run as fast as I can because I still think this woman's behind me. Again, it's in my brain, but, and um, I'm like, all right, I got third because this is what I, and I said to my husband, I, I, I was like, couldn't believe I finished. He goes, I go, hi, I do. He goes, how about second place? I said, <gasps> I lost my mind. I was, I could cry just thinking about it. I go, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. So 
Wow. You never know what you, you know, again, you never know in the race what's happening because you just, you don't know. I thought that there was, you know, cause the whole time my coach told me she was tracking me. She goes, Leah, the entire day, you were third, you were fourth, you were third, you were fourth. And we don't know how many slots there are for Kona either. Right. How many people are in. So we didn't know there are two or there are three. Wound up, there were only two. Okay. So I got the second spot. Oh my gosh. And, and the girl behind me, I only finished one minute faster than she did. Wow. One minute. That's not a lot of time. That is not a lot of time. In an 11 hour race. No. Again, so thank goodness you did feel like she was right behind you because you had to hustle. I had to hustle. <laughs> I didn't even know who she was. That was all. It could have been. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It could have um, been her and it could have been somebody else. But you either way, a minute. And you know what? When I got back to school, I coached the girls' volleyball team. And I, they all asked me. Because, of mm. course, my Ironman's in the middle of my season. which is Oh, that's so special, yeah. So special. Oh, my God. Can I get how a How to go? How to go? Oh. I got to, they were like blown away. And I said, you know what, girls, you never know. You, you got to just do one more. You got to just do a little bit more. And you, you know, I tell them when you're sitting and you're taking an SAT or you're taking an exam and you're like, I'm tired. I can't do anymore. Do one more question. Yeah. Do one more essay. Do one, just give it a little bit more. You know how kids get yeah. like, and like, oh, I just want this test. Oh, yeah. Just do a little bit more because you never know what that smidge more is going to do. Mm -hmm. And I tell them what happened to me. I go, guys, I just ran as hard as I One more minute. One One more minute. minute. That's the difference between Kona and not Kona. Yeah. So it's goosebumps when I think about it because it's a very, you know, triathlon applies to life. Like it's not, you know, it's not. It does. It's so much bigger than our sport. It's so much bigger than than the sport. It's it's it applies to everything. And I think yeah. that's to, you know the why do my try is really that it it mimics life and it just yes. it, there's so many lessons in it that I find mm. I can teach my children. even now even now so so as we talk about this coin I, 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 and hearing your story I'm so sorry that the this this world decided to have a pandemic and. Um, and now, you know, the, the race, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, the, the Kona race for October was pushed to February and then now it has been canceled and, uh, they gave you, they, they gave it the option for October, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a year, but at the same time, I, I, it's like you say, you know, you, you don't have control over certain elements, right? You just don't in life. And so here you go. You have to look at the positives yep. and adapt. Yep. And yep. I, I'm really impressed with all that you've adapted to in such a short period of time. And I really appreciate you taking the time today and sharing with us um, all of your experiences in, in that short window. I mean, to me, it is a short window. So I'm really excited to to see where this is going to take you. I'm going to be paying close close attention to to you and following you on Instagram. I'm going to make sure that I put all the links. You guys can find Leah Jansen um, on Facebook uh, of Mind Power Coaching. Her Instagram is at Leah Jansen and it's L-E-A-H-J-A-N-T-Z-E-N. I'll put it in the notes of the show. And Leah, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule with four children. We didn't even get into that. We didn't even get into the fact that you're also 
uh, a working mom. Uh, so I really appreciate you very much. And I look forward to uh, hearing many more stories. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a great, this is a great idea and I love what you're doing and I'm happy to share my story. And I hope that someone got something out of it and inspired them to do just a little bit more. Yeah, just one more, one more guys. Got this. Log in and, and, and on our Instagram and, and tell us one more, yeah. one more what you did today. Just one more, one more minute and see how far you'll go. I love it. Thank you so much, Leah. Have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Why We Try podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Until next time.